guys, and welcome to episode number 54 of a Strange Thing podcast coming at you from the one, the only, Stranger Zone, with your one and only two hosts. <laughs> I'm Mike. <laughs> and I'm Austin. Hey, good one, Austin. I love the way you just kind of threw that out there. I just there. went for it. Yeah, I like the way that you kind of moved the microphone. I hope there's like a little bit of a... I don't know if these record in stereo. Yeah. Like, you're will, will you're it, on the right and I'm on the left. Will it sound to them like I'm I'm rotating around their head? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. We'll have to see how it turns out. Okay. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> Austin said, we're on episode 54 of A Strange Thing podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unlike the last couple, three, five, seven, ten episodes, we're going to talk about something lighthearted and different tonight. Yeah, Dad kind of went pretty dark on the last couple episodes. He actually dug himself a big bunger I underneath did. his I did. house. Yep. It was pretty deep, and he was down in the darkness for, what, a week, two weeks? Yeah, something Just like being that. stuck mm-hmm. in the dark, and it was nothing. He only had a little headlamp. I know. I, went, I, know. I brought And then him, when it went out, when the battery went out, I just was in the dark, sitting there alone. Yeah, the and I brought him a bottle of water. I was like, hey, you want to head another headlamp? He's like, no. <laughs> no, leave me alone. I'm not coming yeah. out. Because but now the big lobbyists are trying to come out me. of the darkness, and he's in slid his way into the light. Well, one thing I am going to keep, I'm going to keep the bunker mm-hmm. because I found out you can like keep potatoes and apples there for a really long time. No, do what? not keep potatoes in a cellar. Why? Google it right now. Just ask Google. Michael, hey, is it safe to keep potatoes in a cellar? On the website JesusDaily.org, they say, Eight-year-old Maria Chelysheva, who lives in Russia, became an orphan in 2014 after a batch of old potatoes that her family had let rot in their cellar took her family from her. When her father went into the basement to get the potatoes, he never came back. So there's a story. (laughs) What the? This family in Russia. So apparently, if potatoes start to ferment or whatever, they create some kind of gas that is, it it uses up all the oxygen. Well, vodka. Sure. Ferment. Okay. But um, the dad goes down to get the potatoes in the mm-hmm. cellar. Mm-hmm. He's like, Barish kebab, I'm going downstairs to get my potatoes from the cellar. And he goes downstairs, and he doesn't come back up. And finally, Gorish kebab is like, I better go check on my husband. So she goes downstairs, dies. She doesn't and come then, back up? Yeah, and then the grandma's like, where's everybody? And she goes downstairs. She dies. And I think one of the kids goes downstairs and dies. Downstairs? In the house? In the cellar. Oh, the cellar. In, and then down in the she cellar. dies because okay. it's heavier than oxygen is. It's oh, yeah, yeah, oxygen. yeah. So they're, yeah, kind of like they're dying. carbon dioxide. <laughs> and they die. Monoxide. And like the whole family dies in the cellar. And then the kids left. From the orphan. potatoes? Yeah. Wow. So. That's weird. Don't store Potatoes in the cellar. Well, I think the idea is to have ventilation mm-hmm. in your cellar. Well, this Russia, ventilation only yeah, allows for uh, ventilation. Yes. I wasn't really in a bunker, so it doesn't really apply, right. but you know, I appreciate you caring about me. You just said potatoes, and that's like one little mm-hmm. nugget I got of potatoes create yeah. toxic gas. Well, at the risk of being hunyuk and quirky, um, <laughs> I was going to tell you, did you know your grandpa, my dad, tried to dig a bunker underneath our house i do yeah yeah 
Yeah, and because he was afraid, it was during the right after the Cuban Missile Crisis. Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, I was talking about this the other day. Yeah, and he but he wanted to save his family, so he was digging a bunker <laughs> under the house. It was actually in the crawl space under the house, but it was a tri tri level house. So yeah, it was about it was kind of like it was about ground under. level. <laughs> yeah, and then he decided, oh, Cuban Missile Crisis, crisis over. If you can still go in that house, go underneath, yep. and you can see the in the square door. It, in the hidden door. Yeah. And you can see the bunker that's halfway, well, a quarter of the way There's dug. There's two hidden doors in that house, which is pretty cool. Shh, don't tell people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so this came up May, it's sometime this week. Uh-huh. What? Um, what did? We were talking about Y2K. And how people freak out about Oh, houses. yeah. They're buying generators. And we and lived that. in a house that had a basement. One, Maybe the only house we've ever owned that had a basement. In Salt Lake City, yep. and Salt and Lake City, <laughs> yes, Salt Lake City, Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, and uh, mm-hmm. you bought some p- filtered water, some yeah. some ramen. Yeah. You didn't go crazy, but you had it like the. I mean, it was Salt Lake City, so every house has like some extra storage for provisions. Yeah, yeah provisions. Yeah, <laughs> but, years but you had those provisions. shelves pretty uh, stacked up. Yeah, we did. We bought extra food because we, you know, you I did. didn't think it would be like, a, you know, the end of the world or Armageddon or anything, but I did think, hey, if things Maybe went south, people go crazy and buy we might need stores. to have a couple weeks of supplies just in case. All the while, what we should have thought about uh-huh. was saving up just to have toilet paper for COVID. I know. <laughs> I know. That's one thing. Why didn't I think of it before COVID? But it's funny that you were talking about <laughs> Grandpa's bunker because yeah. I was talking mm-hmm. about the Y2K thing. And then that led to me talking about, well, you know, it runs in a family. And I couldn't remember. I was like, is it the Cold War? No. Why was he nope. digging the bunker? Cuban Missile Cuban Crisis. Cuban Missile Crisis. Yep. yep. So it spooked came him. up. Yeah. In 1962, world peace was threatened by the most critical period in history since the end of the war. Red puppet Castro and the Russians turned Cuba into an island fortress. And U.S. planes spotted missile installations aimed at key points in the Western Hemisphere. Planes brought back evidence that moved the Organization of American States and the Western Allies to back President Kennedy unanimously when he declared an arms blockade of Cuba and laid down an ultimatum. In the face of U.S. determination, the Soviets dismantled their missiles and bombers and shipped them home. It was the retreat to Moscow. The democracies had served notice on the Russians that any aggressive threat in the Western Hemisphere would not be tolerated. So my dad, it's he was, he, he, it is, it's scary. He was always a little paranoid of those kinds of things happening. And he was, a, it was his way of dealing with it. You know, it's a way that he could deal with his stress and, you know, he never had to use it. So he was probably very thankful. That's probably why he was such a happy guy to the very end. Grandpa's house was pretty cool. He had like these big, tall street lamps. He did. He had one over by the garage that was like an actual street lamp with uh-huh. like a, maybe a five foot pole that was sticking yeah, out a big yard light. perpendicular yep. and mm-hmm. shine down it looked just like the ones on the road and then he had one way out in the corral danger will robinson that light bulb caused a lot of terror for me when i was younger out in the corrals mm-hmm. why because we lived in the the double wide to and it was place it was the bunker. what 50 yards from grandpa's house yeah probably 50 yards and horses when they're looking at you straight ahead their eyes and they're lit from behind <laughs> they have a a very imposing silhouette eight and a half foot tall or seven foot tall humanoid figure sasquatch 
<laughs> I thought it was an alien from Signs. Because we had the corn. Yeah, you know, okay, so it's funny you say that because that same light out in the corral, mm-hmm. when I was 16 years old, I was in the very basement of that house by where the bunker was dug. Yep, I can see the room. Yep. And I was looking out the back window towards the corrals. Past the little shed. T- past the little shed. Yeah. And I could see that light out in the corral. Glowing orb mm-hmm. in the sky. And it looked like, with my bad eyesight, it looked like a UFO. <laughs> and because I was tired, it looked like it was moving and hovering over the corrals or something. So I ran upstairs and told mom and dad that there was a UFO out there. They looked and they're like, there's nothing out there. But it scared me so bad that later that night I snuck back upstairs and crawled into the room. I'm like, I don't know. Okay, it wasn't 16. It's probably 14, 13, 12. <laughs> okay. Old enough that I felt stupid. Yeah. But I curled up on the dog bed and slept because I was afraid that the the aliens were going to get me. The aliens are going to yeah. get you. Which, you know, Connie, my sister, had seen aliens and they had yeah, come up. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I you know, I was pretty impressionable, apparently, but I was very scared that there was actually a UFO out there that was going to get me. That light so. has to be 20... Off, 25 20 feet off the ground yeah probably on yeah. a straight pole. On, a, on a one single metal pole yeah, and straight it sits up right on top of it it's not like on an arm over yeah, like yeah. the one i was talking about earlier it hangs out like a street lamp this is just a pole yeah like mm-hmm. it's just a, a lightning rod yep. with a light on top you know i was thinking about this the other day because i was driving down the street and as i drove by one of those big street lights that kind of like the one. In your yeah, it looked like the one in the backyard. It just went out mm-hmm. as I drove by, and it got me thinking. You know what? That happens to me all the stinking time. It's because you're old and you drive with your high beams on. For as long as I can remember, I've always been aware that sometimes when I drive under streetlights, or it doesn't even have to be a streetlight. It could be in you know some neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But I'll go by and the light will turn off. And it's happened enough that I've started to note it, that I right. I realize it's going on. And I've always thought, what in the heck? Why is it going What's off? the light's going off? Is, do I have like some super secret power mm-hmm. that does that? It's your radiant energy. Something. And then being raised as a, you know, in the Christian upbringing that I was brought, I was always taught that I had a guardian angel. Mm. So, you know, I in my mind as a younger kid, when these kind of things would happen, including the big shop light out the back window of our house, I started thinking, maybe that's because my guardian angel shines so brightly in some spectrum of light. Of course, I didn't know that at the time that that could be a thing, but shine so brightly that maybe it turned it off or even worse. What if it was a demonic presence trying to that was causing to turn, turn the, the lights light out and get you to go into yeah. the darkness. And I'd always thought about that. I had a demonic, <clears throat> a demonic. I had a demonic experience on that property once with a light. No. Okay. Rabbit trail. And it scared me. I was actually, I was actually scared. Um, the canal. Yeah, the canal uh-huh. back, and it's it's pretty much dead nuts straight for quarter mile. I don't know what dead nuts are, but yeah, it's about a quarter mile. About quarter mile of nothing but straight dirt. canal. It's just mm-hmm. so you got powdery dirt on either side that you can drive your truck on. But I yep. ride my bike over there all the time. Yeah, down the canal bank. Yep. Grandpa had on the corner of his property closest to the canal a gigantic oak tree. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it's it, not oak. It was a humongous tree. I don't know what it kind of. They go straight up in the air. They're really super tall, and it was yeah. it was big. Elm. I, mean, I think it's an elm tree. Elm. It, I don't know. It had a yeah. big trunk. It was very obvious. That's Grandpa's house. Yep. So I dried my bike on that dirt, but one time I rode out there and I felt scared for no reason. So I turned around and I start coming back, and I was looking at that tree as my waypoint to safety, kind of. Right. Because I was scared. Uh-huh. Canal was full, and I was riding my bike towards the tree, and I just felt like the tree was getting further away. The further I would ride towards Oh, you're it, riding towards it, but it looked like it was like those, uh, was it uh, Hitchcock movies where they use the depth of field to like... I don't know. It just felt like it was... Object I could never get distance. closer to it. And it felt like I was riding my bike for, for hours. Uh-huh. And I got, I was so scared by the time I got to the tree that it was like, and I kind of put my bike away and just went away, went back into grandpa's house. <laughs> oh, so that's it? I thought you were going to see no, a it, demon. I, I, to me, that felt demonic. It was terrifying. And it was I, terrifying. I will say, I might have been a kid, it might have been crazy, but that tree did not show up like it always did. I'd ridden that mm. canal how many millions of times yeah yeah and that one time when i was scared it never showed up okay let me ask you a question what as a no hallucinogen no mushrooms no 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 no, no. as a no. little kid did you say a little prayer say a little prayer for me <laughs> no I, I don't think i said whatever a whatever no that's not right wherever Okay, <laughs> onward. But anyway, I, yeah, I that scared the crap out of me. That whole mm-hmm. that whole property line, yeah, felt like it would never come, and it was scary. Well, it is weird. It was weird out there because you're out in the middle of nowhere, and there are trees and creepy things, and you're all alone. And I had a lot of experiences out there that were kind of creepy, including there was a canyon like mm-hmm. a quarter of a mile away from the house. Yeah, and down in the canyon, there was always weird stuff happening. I mean, one time we went down there, we we're going to build a bridge. And we saw this like pile of like trash, and I was going to go over there because it looked like there was a like a whole big bunch of rope mm-hmm. laying there, and I thought, oh, I'll use that to tie these sticks together. So I ran over to get it, and I reached down to pick up the rope, and it was like a big boil of snakes. It was like just like a bunch of bull snakes or something. They were just like all like yeah. having a big snake orgy right snake there. Snake orgy. It was creepy. And then See, they all went. That's demonic. <laughs> snake orgy. Could be. I don't know. But it was creepy. <laughs> no. I but hey, we're we're, we're not staying on topic. We're near the digress. We're Tyson. digressing. We're becoming Tyson. quirky here. Let's get back to. Let's go back to the light. Shall back we? To okay. Light. So, what started this whole thing is we were going to talk about how. These lights go off sometimes. And, and you know, the other day when it happened to me, I got thinking about it. That's weird. We should talk about that. Mm-hmm. So I did a little research. A little Googleizing. And it's actually a thing. A phenomenon. Yeah, it's called SLI. Guess what that stands for? Sudden light interference. Kind of. Street light interference. Oh, super yeah. close. Street light interference. It's I knew a we were thing. talking about a light thing, yeah. but I didn't look that up. Yeah, so. and people have noticed this all over the world that sometimes it seems like some people impact somehow street lights to go out. I think it has to do with high beams, but we'll continue. Mm-hmm. And it, it's also called high voltage syndrome. Mm. 
and high voltage interference because it's not just street lights it's also other things like motion cameras or or even different uh, kinds of appliances so like people have energy that emits like an emp and like shorts out um something like that something like that it's interesting yeah so i thought you know let's explore this a little bit yeah what could cause this kind of stuff so that's why it was sly s-l-i well it's kind of that they actually have a name for people that supposedly have this high voltage x-men power emanation something that interacts or affects things around it interferes with it Mm -hmm. and they call them sliders wow yeah that's cool yeah street light interference ders sliders (laughs) yeah ders nice but anyway yeah it's a real thing you can google it um sliders is a real thing and you know okay i just gotta say Sliders was also this really cool series, TV series that was on TV, like in the 90s, I think it was, or maybe it was early 2000s, I can't remember which. What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could slide into a thousand different worlds, where it's the same year, and you're the same person, but everything else is different? And what if you can't find your way home? But uh, it was a cool show where this guy, he was kind of a, like a, a quirky college student who decided that he was going to build a, a machine. He was super smart and he used quantum physics and he designed this thing that would send him through portals to parallel dimensions. Oh. So he would slide into another existence, another plane of, of reality that had the same Earth, but different things depending mm. on the choices people made on that earth things could be totally different so, so like let's just say i was slid into a dimension in between where the tree was really far away and the tree was really close yeah and it just felt like it never came and i was scared yeah and i'm n- not weird for being scared because i didn't get close no. to the tree you were too young to understand <laughs> it was just a thing yeah. you had slid into the Multiverse Mul- or multiverse. Omniverse. If what was the omniverse? Uh, what's his name? Where he had the uh, pitch black and he had the eyes that Riddick? Kind of, Riddick. Where the hell can I get eyes like that? Well, anyway, the multiverse yeah. is basically this idea in physics that every decision you make creates a new universe, mm-hmm. a new a new parallel. I'm familiar with Spider-Man. Point, yes. Right. So. Sliders, this TV series, was about being able to slide between these multiverses. That's pretty cool. Into a different dimension, and things would be totally different there. Right. And it was a really cool show. So, it's kind of like how Keith... Keith Urban... (laughs) Isn't he married to that hot chick, Nicole Goodman? Goodman? (laughs) (laughs) Kidman. I'm kidding you not. Nicole Kidman. Oh, man. Just leave it. Just go. So it's kind of like how that guy, Carl Urban, Urban, is in the Chronicles of Riddick, the show you were just talking about. He was a necromancer. He's a necromonger. Necromonger? I think it's a mancer, but... Necromonger. Mancer is like the one who conjures up. I think they were called Necromonger. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he was just one of the status quo. In a different dimension, he's a writer of Rohan. What news from the mock? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? What was his name in that? 
Ear got dirt in my ear. Ear mirror. <laughs> and then uh he's like uh what does he say to uh, uh, Gimli? He's like, I'd cut your head from your body if it stood but a little further from the ground. And then Legolas is like, you would die before your sword fell. <laughs> he like draws an arrow. And then Strider's like, Legolas. You know, they had kind of a special relationship, Legolas and the dwarf. They did. The kind of pure love that you can have man to man. You know what's the best is when, um, <laughs> so what movie is probably Return of the King and they're storming the, um, Hel- um, Minas Tirith? Yes, Minas Tirith. And, uh, <laughs> and the, the orcs and the goblins are like trying to break in through the, the big gate. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Aragorn and uh, Gimli, they go like around on the ledge to go flank the, right. the yeah, orcs they're gonna and get them from behind. They're going to like flank them. And Legolas is kind of in front. They're like back up to this wall and they're going to jump this little gap to the, the bridge. Aragorn looks back at Gimli and Gimli's like, you're going to have to touch me. We are going to have to touch <laughs> And Aragorn looks again. He's like, the distance is too great. You're going to have to touch me. And then he grabs him. He's about ready to throw him over there. And he's like, don't tell the elf. <laughs> and he throws him across the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a great scene. Ah, such a good, that is a good, good times. Good times. But we've gone quirky and digressed down the rabbit trail. Yep. We got to get back to the light. We Neil digressed Tyson. <laughs> so what were we talking? We were talking about what? Lights. How did we get here? Lights. Yeah, and sliders. Okay, yeah. We were talking about sliders, this movie from the night, or this TV series from the 90s that talked about the multiverse. Right? <laughs> and then we talked about... Yeah, I know, I know. Don't Chronicles do of Riddick and then yeah, Lord of the Rings. Don't get us down that me. hole. But anyway, there are these people who consider themselves sliders mm-hmm. who think that they somehow interfere with other kinds of lights or appliances or something in a noticeable way. Mm. And so there's a lot of speculation about it. There's actually been people that have been doing research on it. And, you know, it's very suspect. Fringy. Yes, it's very fringy. So, I mean, okay, let's just, let's just, uh, being the non-professionals that we are, mm-hmm. let's think about with our own brains, mm-hmm. because we have them, kind of, what could cause those kind of things? High beams. High beams at a car. So you're thinking that, okay, so those street lights that have like sensors on the top, a car somewhere in the distance is shining yep. up there hitting the, the photon sensor. Yep. Either people drive around with their high beams on or your lights are angled up too high. Or you have a wet road surface and it's kind and of reflecting. reflecting so it could reflect off another surface, bounce up, hit the photon sensor, and then... Because this happens to me a lot, too. Yeah. I'll be driving down the road. And you've talked about it when I was young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And you, I think we were driving to Salt Lake from Twin Falls or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. And you'd say, oh, look, the, the, our guardian angel's with us. Turn the lights the, out. The light came off. Yeah. But... Uh-huh. Okay. My, my brain's like, you got your high beams on, you old man. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> but, you know, okay, so we're not going to go the supernatural yet. Let's stay with uh, natural things, natural mm-hmm. causes. So you got reflected light or high beams or some kind of light that's somehow hitting the photon mm-hmm. and turning off the light. That could happen. You could have mechanical failure, right? They're phosphorus. Yeah, they could flicker. It could be the time that they are, you know, they've, they've exceeded their number of hours that they actually are going to live and they're about ready to mm-hmm. go out. So they could flicker that way. Um, you could have a power outage. 
that could happen. You could have some kind of electric circuit in there that's kind of, maybe it's faulty or misreads the time of day. Yeah, just that could go up. Mechanical yeah. or electrical failure. Yeah. yeah, so something very simple to explain. Benign, yeah. if you will. So you got that. That's one possibility. Mm-hmm. Okay, another possibility could be something like, and it still could be a natural thing, where there is the potential for people to emit some kind of energy... Electromagnetic yeah. energy, whatever it is. You know that song? Static electricity. Oh, amber is the color of your energy. In the aura. <laughs> you know that song? Yes. Yes, I do. Play it right now. Yeah. Okay. That was good. That was a good song. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's a possibility. Maybe there's like this, uh, it's still explainable through scientific method that people somehow emit energy that cause these things to short out or whatever. That could be a thing. Um, which there are a lot of stories of people that have like an, you know, extreme ability to store static charges. One of the most famous and documented ones is this uh, lady by the name of Jacqueline Priestman. Yeah, and she was from this small town in uh, Stockport, Manchester in England. Yeah, and so her story is pretty wild. I mean, I'll just just do a really quick uh, overview. Mm -hmm. But she basically was in a fight with her husband, who I guess was a jerk, and uh, he rode a scooter. And so they were having this fight, and she said, well, I hope you break your neck. They were in England? Yes. I hope you break your neck. Yeah. Something. This was more like a girl. I hope you break your bloody night. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he goes and gets on the scooter. He goes out and <laughs> crashes, Ooh. breaks his neck. Nice. Dies oh, shortly after, right? And then ever since that time, she would go out and these strange things would happen where she would like shock herself. Um, she was in her bathtub one night and the light above her exploded mm-hmm. and shards of glass cascaded down and she cut herself and anyway has a scar another time she, they asked her actually later to not go into like different places different stores because the appliances would short out her vacuum blew up um, other lights blew up and anyway the, she was a mess and she thought it was she was being haunted basically by oh. her dead husband but apparently, Mr. Skeeter, but yeah, but the scientist uh, kind of came to her aid and said, hey, I don't think it's that. I think you have some other kind of condition. So he basically goes to her and gives her different kinds of clothing and stuff that helps ground her. Wow. And then slowly this uh, excess static energy that was being stored in her went away and she could live almost a normal life. But then when she had her daughter, her daughter was born and was exhibiting the same kind of things where things would inexplicably go out or that she would shock somebody or the light bulbs would burst. And uh, so they had to do the same thing to her. Pikachu. So, yeah, Pikachu. So maybe it was uh, maybe it was something you know biophysical. Yeah, too much iron. I don't know. Weird. Something iron. something in them that was conductive that caused this to happen. Little and, Matilda over there. Yeah, That's crazy. And then you you hear stories about that your body is basically a giant super battery. So that it can produce a lot of electricity. Super dad win. Super dad win. What I do is I get my kids. I have them jump on the trampoline. For mm-hmm. like eh, 10, 15 minutes. 
And then I say, hey, you got something on your face? Because their hair is like... Oh, sticking straight up, yeah. Because they've got all static electricity because they haven't been grounded in 20 minutes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just they're floating jumping up around on this plasticky, hair. rubbery... <laughs> yeah. And then I go, oh, you got something on your face? And I poke them in the nose. And, and they're like... <laughs> and then their hair is sticking straight up, but when I poke it, it all goes it like... deflates. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. It's so much fun. That is... You know, sometimes, especially if it's dark, those things can, like, oh. jump, like, it'll arc across, like, two or three inches. So, I have a, a, a down a down blanket. Uh-huh. It's, it's like a quilted kind of down comforter. And it, like, you know, in the night when you kind of, like, you settle in and you, like, kind of fluff it. Yeah, yeah, you fluff like it. Like, whip it, uh-huh. and it kind of does this, like wave down your body it's like a lightning storm it's like yeah and you can almost see like the pictures on the wall yeah it's so bright it's crazy yeah it is weird it is so awesome so anyway this is another example i mean we can talk about a lot of these things another example where it's kind of a natural but weird phenomena Mm -hmm. right but explainable scientifically possibly Right. Mm. Uh, what's the whole premise of like Neo in the Matrix? They hook people up and they use them as batteries to charge, and basically keep their computer systems going. Not necessarily Neo, but people. Well, in in the Matrix, they're like yeah. um, they're in a they're, cocoon being harvested for yeah. their electric. I actually heard that the human body produces like I don't know, it was like three hundred watts of power when it's sleeping. Yeah. When when I did HVAC. Uh-huh. Um, my my boss at the time would always say like people put out a certain amount of heat mm-hmm. and yeah, it will increase sure. constantly and he gave me the number and, and it's like an exponential curve based on the body heat yeah, emanating from I people. I wish I could remember the unit of measurement. Thermals? No. Decibels? No. Decibels? I don't know. That's I don't know. It's just something I said. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I get what you're saying. You, but but people do they release bodies release energy. Yeah. If you think we're a giant electromagnetic system, I mean, we're sending electrical impulses through our neurons, through all of our cells. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. We're electric. What happens if you shock yourself with a what goes through your heart? You're going to die because it'll short circuit the impulses mm-hmm. that go to your heart. So we're electric. That's why tasers work. Yeah, that's why tasers work. <laughs> tasers work like. 40% of the time. Yeah. They're kind of cool. Different anyway, topic. <laughs> okay. We're going down another rabbit hole, but there are physical explanations for some of this stuff. And I like those, but sometimes I think things go beyond that. Um, okay. Take for instance, like why do we associate the flickering of lights with scariness or horror or tension? Yeah. Think of any of your favorite horror movies. The lights always flicker and they, you know, they're like the famous scene in uh, Constantine when they they go out on the street and the lights go out and then all these demons attack yes. that escape from hell. Yeah, that was pretty weird. I don't believe in the devil. He should. He believes in you. But anyway, so there's that scene. There's all kinds of scenes in almost any, you know, slasher film yeah. where the lights are flickering or any paranormal, like even in Poltergeist when the little girl's like, they're here. <laughs> or don't go into the light. <laughs> Don't go into the light. 
I mean, there's always those kinds of weird, creepy light when, moments. When you, do you remember me and my friend from middle school or junior high playing Resident Evil? Yeah, on yeah, the yeah. GameCube. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> there, we. I don't know if it's a thing, mm-hmm. but we could almost associate the swinging, flickering lights with a zombie in the room. Yeah, yeah. Because the zombies would always like come out behind like a shelf or a counter mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil was like a fixed camera game where right. you walk mm-hmm. through a room and then it's the next camera. Yeah, and it would jump so, room to room to room. Yeah. Yeah. If you walk into a room and the light's flickering, we could almost guarantee there'd be a zombie there. Yeah. And they like use that swinging, flickering light as like a... Well, it's it's, it's a, terrifying. It's a common mechanic used in horror films and cinematography oh, yeah. to create suspense and drama for sure so it's something that happened so i gotta tell you something that happened at grandma and grandpa's house so Uh-oh. we were sitting around the table talking about people and we started my sister and i started talking about something specific and the lights in the kitchen where we were sitting it was probably nine ten in the evening so it was dark outside the lights started flickering above the kitchen table where we mm-hmm. were sitting. And I immediately said, sorry, dad, I take that back. Mm-hmm. I won't talk that way anymore. So that happened once. So then like two days later, we're sitting around the table talking and I get on the same topic to my sister again. And the lights start flickering, flickering again. Yeah, and they pretty creepy. The, and it even makes a sound. That's weird. And I'm like, Sorry, Dad. And we all laughed and giggled, but it's like, oh my gosh, what a little bit too real. (laughs) So, what could cause that? That's just weird. Have you seen Stranger Things? Yes. Did you watch the newest season? Mm -hmm. So, basically, there's a whole almost like a Marco Polo type thing because they're in the upside down, yeah, but they're in the same area of um, it's like a it's like a parallel dimension, yeah, they're in a parallel dimension, but they're they're in the same space graphic location yes i guess yes but in a different dimension right and they can they can manipulate the lights so they're like can you hear us and he like that's how he communicates to his mom yeah and he he actually in the first season should i stay or should should i I go go now yeah i think he like conjures that song to play in the other world based on electromagnetics or something. Yeah, to communicate but, that he's there, he's just in a in in a parallel dimension. Yeah. But in the second season, they really play on the light yes. manipulation mm-hmm. portion of I it. I remember the scene creepy. where she's sitting there and she's holding the uh lights in her hand, like the Christmas lights. Yeah. And she she's she like, able to here. communicate and if when, make it when blink no writers once. freaking out. Yeah. yeah. Make it blink once for yes and twice for no. And she's like, eh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's I, like the the best demonstration of what we're talking about. I maybe. just got to say, my hat's off, Winona Ryder. I still think you're hot, even at 50-something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a big joke. Nice. When I was in college, it was like, you know, we had like names. Winona would ride her. I well, would no. Winona Ryder. I want a rider. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Winona Ryder was I want a rider. And then there was, oh, there was a few. I, Low-hanging fruit there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. High school, Mike. But anyway, that was a, that was a, so that kind of stuff in movies, but also in real life. Like, why did the lights flicker? Mm-hmm. So that brings up the whole paranormal side. Is there some kind of paranormal thing? Or, you know, and what is paranormal? What is extra sensory stuff? Is there 
something true in that movie in Stranger Things where they're talking about these parallel dimensions or another dimension. We live in four dimensions, right? Up, down, left, right, and time. Mm-hmm. There's, they know mathematically, I think there's at least 13 dimensions. Yeah, I always hear 11. But yeah, or 11. They so, have a so we're all existing in all of those dimensions, even though we can only experience four. So, like the, in Stranger Things, right next to us, right here where we are, we are still in those other dimensions. We are existing in those dimensions. Right. So who knows what is influencing things in our dimension that we can experience and see well, even, from outside that. Even beyond like lights, just the light portion. Yeah. When you hear, <clears throat> what's that famous story? Um, some ghost hunter crew. I wish I had studied this, but I know this is kind of spontaneous. We're just they go out, out into this garden where something supposedly had been buried. Bad happened, and they record this thing happening. Like maybe they're burning something that was an artifact, and as they're doing that, the cameras die, the flashlights yeah. die, they run out of batteries, nothing works, the SD cards are all fried, nothing, nothing comes back good. Mm-hmm. And even like when we did our um, our trip to the penit- penitentiary. Penitentiary, yeah. Is it penitentiary or penitentiary? It's penitentiary. Okay. Not uary. It's penitentiary. There's a podcast I listen to. He says penitentiary. Um, no, but, that'd be like mortuary. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but even then, remember that thing? It would sense our, our hands. Yes. It would sense the like electricity from our body, and it would light up mm-hmm. those little LEDs that were all over yes. that board. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, that's that's the technology. That's what they're looking for. Yeah, right? it, it's it, electrical magnetic fields. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a change or EMF. disturbance, yeah. EMF, right? And so that's what they do. And things impact that that we can't see. It's invisible to our eye. At least the the bandwidth of Naked our eyesight. Eye, yeah. yeah, we can't see it. The ultraviolet rays and stuff. Maybe oh, there's something else dude. there. What? Have you heard these stories? What? Same topic. Okay, I'm, okay. Not, I'm not derailing you, too much. You always derail, but go ahead. <clears throat> but have you seen, heard these stories of these guys in like Iraq or they're overseas or whatever? And they've got their NVGs, their night vision goggles, yeah, yeah, yeah. or their infrared. Mm-hmm. And we're even like uh, airplane pilots, like fighter jet pilots. Yeah, yeah. And they can see something in NVG. But they Or take, they can yeah. see something in infrared. Mm-hmm. But they can't see it in when they standard, yeah. Or they can only see it in their naked eye, yeah. And they can't see it in NVG, or they can't see it in infrared, or you know whatever combination yeah. of those. That's pretty crazy. It is crazy. Well, you think about it. I mean, we've got a certain spectrum of light that we can see. Light is just different different wavelengths, right? So yeah. we can see a certain band of wavelengths. There is a ton of wavelengths above and below where we can see. Yeah. And so why would we expect that nothing exists beyond what we can see with our visible wavelengths? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Case in point, um, we have a Nintendo Wii. Yeah. And it has like a little laser thing you put up on by your TV. Yep. If you take your phone and you look at that, you can see two little purple dots Mm -hmm. on either end of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Your phone is picking up the infrared or the ultraviolet light that is being used as a laser detector yes. thing. Yes. But your eye, naked eye can't pick it up. So, 
So that spectrum is so broad. Even my my the new uh, scope optics that you got that your... Shelby got me. Yeah, has two settings that are for night vision goggles. Right. I can't see them with my naked eye. Nope. But if I had NVGs on, and I look through there, there would be a dot there. Yeah. That's pretty trippy. <laughs> it is. It is weird. So it basically opens up this whole macrocosm. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Microcosm and macrocosm of potential forces mm-hmm. that maybe act upon things like lights, like the street lights, or interact with other kinds of appliances that maybe are sensitive to some kind of electromagnetic field or some kind of energy, whether it's static or whatever. But it also opens up this whole area of the paranormal where maybe there are the existence of these things, I'm going to call them beings, um, that are maybe beyond or below our current visible wavelengths mm-hmm. that are still existing. Maybe you would call it maybe in a parallel dimension. I don't know. Uh, those things could be um, something nefarious, such as demonic activity. I mean, we call it demonic because we're, I, you know, that's the Judeo-Christian kind of vernacular. Nefarious is what we'll yeah. go with. But you could call them, you could call them beings um, that are outside of our time and space domain mm-hmm. maybe there's something there that live parallel to us you know we you know we talk about created beings and angels and demons and stuff and in the religious context but they could be something that's very scientifically sound and and have a very rational scientific explanation of beings that exist outside of our wavelengths that we can detect right or in between in these multi-dimensions mm-hmm so, I mean, that's a possibility. I kind of like that because that kind of gives a, a kind of a matrix that um, you can have the supernatural, which is also explainable, which is kind of cool. Scientific supernatural. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so energy can't be, you know, created or destroyed. It just transitions, right? So energy of a human or a being or whatever, maybe it's in a different transitional state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Anyway, that could explain souls, it could explain angels, it could explain demons, it could explain this whole macro system of of craziness that's going on right. behind the veil. So that's another one. This this is like a, a really recent thing for me. Yeah. So my we're trying to potty train my son. <laughs> <laughs> and as in an order to kind of like get him motivated to go to the bathroom. I took little Hershey's candies and I taped them to the wall in the bathroom. I thought you were going to say toilet. I'm like, don't. That's no. gross. No, we taped them to the wall. And uh-huh. when he when he goes to the bathroom and he does a good job, he can have one of his special treats off the wall because oh, he did a good job. Yeah. And no kidding, last night I woke up and it happened to be 3 a.m., which has a weird... I always wake up at 3. 3 is like the, the the witching hour, isn't I know. It? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I wake up at 3 a lot. So I wake up at 3 a.m. I have to go to the bathroom. I go downstairs. I think I'm kind of doing my thing. Got a glass of water. Took some ibuprofen. Just feeling stiff and sore. And I'm downstairs in the kitchen completely by myself. And I just hear like this... And I was like, so tell me that's not coincidental. (laughs) I think we just had a slider moment. But I hear these things fall, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what the heck was that? 
And being me, I'm like, I'm going to go get a gun. I'm going to go figure out what the heck just happened in my house. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounded like it came from my garage. But next to my garage is a bathroom. So I first look in the bathroom. The Hershey's chocolates fell on the floor. <laughs> just on their own. <laughs> While I was downstairs within five, six feet of them. And they all fell off the wall Weird. while I was getting... And you could say it's like the way I was walking or something, mm. but what are the odds? And then okay. you add that stupid... Yeah, right, right, right there, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so okay. Weird. So this is the perfect part to throw in another possible thing, right? A connection. <laughs> so there is this thing called confirmation bias. Yes. yes right? Yes. So it basically is saying that, no, it's nothing that... You know, extraordinary. All it is is like common things, but because you have a, a recognized bias for it, you're trying to make it fit into mm-hmm. something that you're thinking about. So, say me as a young kid, and I'm thinking about angels and demons, and that maybe God loves me so much He gave me a guardian angel that kind of looks out for me, and that He, even though I can't see him with my eyes, He shines so brightly that that invisible light that He emanates is turning off the streetlights around me. I mean, I actually sometimes I still think that, but and it's a comforting thought. But I started noticing every time that a streetlight would blink. And I would associate it with that thought. The best representation of confirmation bias or like that mentality Uh is, I just bought this new Trans Am. It's the sweetest Trans Am. (laughs) Nobody has a black Trans Am like this Trans Am. And then you go... And I'm like, there's a Trans Am. There's a trans... What? Everybody's got trans ams now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's because you see it, you know it, and you it's recognize it. It's kind of a confirmation bias. Your brain's yeah. super mm-hmm. aware, aware of, of this, that. Mm-hmm. this one thing. And it's hyper aware as you see more and more of it. Mm-hmm. So I go out like the other night. I thought, you know what? For, you know, just for research, I'm going to go out and drive around and I'm going to see if I see any streetlights going off or on or flickering. So I go out. And I went to Fred Meyer's back, which is about maybe four miles. Yeah. And I had two instances of streetlight going out as I drove by. Okay, that could be confirmation bias because I was ultra aware. But mm-hmm. also, it happened. You'd have to have a, a, a baseline mm-hmm. of just how many lights go off when you drive by. I know. And I didn't, I didn't take scenario. the time to do that <laughs> exactly. you know, over the last few weeks. Just this one time, I thought, you know, I'm going to go out. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. And I had two occurrences. Now, you know, I probably drove by 150 streetlights. Two out of 150 aren't great. You know, know. it's not a huge percentage. But you noticed them. I did. So my confirmation bias is 100%. Right? (laughs) Nice. You have a psychological explanation, which is, you know, these are just normal, but you recognize them. So you associate some kind of inner power with yourself. Mm -hmm. That's psychological. Or... It could be some kind of power within yourself, you know, a physiological thing, some kind of electromagnetic pulse you put out. Who knows what it is? You could have the paranormal, which is, I've got like angels looking out for me or demons trying to get me. That could be one. You have the kind of of supernatural science, which is, you know, multidimensional kind of things that maybe there is some kind of thing going on that you don't explain as paranormal, like ghosts. But maybe an entity, maybe something that's actually existing that causes those things yeah. to happen. It's yeah, a thing. I've seen I've seen stories kind of related where 
people can magnetically charge their body. Yeah. And like stick metallic mm-hmm. objects to them. Yeah, that's a thing. Which is pretty weird. It and is it, weird. It's kind of in the realm of energy and yeah. polarity and all this weird stuff. But it's also like, okay, I'm going to work myself from different to get a little moisture on my skin. Yeah, and exactly. use a flat object. Yeah. And it's going to suction cup to my arm. Yeah, that's yeah, There's a that different. kind of stuff too. But when he grabs like a, a four pound weight and he just sticks it to their arm, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, well, they're okay. So let's get into a little bit of like the, uh, I guess you'd call it Eastern things, where you know you have the chakras, you have auras, chi, chi, chi yeah. is uh, China. It's a Chinese kind of idea of this like yeah. energy that your body exudes or mm-hmm. your chi. Um, you have all of these things for acupuncture, which are basically interacting with the energy Nerves. system in your body. And you know, there's. Superstition, you know, like uh, let's take baseball players. Uh huh. They wear the same socks or whatever. Yeah, and they smell like cheese. Yeah. Or you get police officers, they don't say, oh, it's an easy night tonight, boys, or whatever. Yep. And like in my job, we have a word that we don't say, kind of because usually when you say it, something bad happens. <laughs> It starts with a C. <laughs> it's crash. Oh, yeah. You don't want to say, say that crash, around computers or might, any kind of You might equipment. crash your yep. machine. Yep. And you don't say that. We just don't talk about it. If you say, I haven't crashed my machine in a while. That's going to happen. You're going to at least break a tool yeah. or, you know, something yep. weird's going to happen. And it, there's something to okay, so superstition here, that yeah, has energy. So superstition flows in. Okay, so let's talk about full moons. Zeitgeist? Is that the word? Zeitgeist? Like yeah. a, a group of people believe like the same thing. And it creates and it. And it cre- kind of creates it. And it's the same as with those self-help books where they're like, just believe it into yeah. existence. Speak it. Speak mm-hmm. it out loud. That's big in religious things too. Yeah. Just believe it and receive it. Yeah. 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 Speak it How into existence. I can manifest it, it, my it own is. destiny. I would yeah. say it is at least 50%. It can. I mean, obviously there's something there. People accurate. believe it. Yeah. yeah. People uh, people that don't believe that they can do something never will. I think I can finish this drink in one <laughs> tilt of the oh, glass. Uh-oh. Okay. So let's throw out some more since we're going down this uh, chain of thought. What about a full moon? And the weird things that happen during a full moon. Yeah, ask a cop. I have the worst. Ask a hospital, emergency room people. They'll say, like, yeah, when it's a full moon, it's always crazy. We get more crazy people in here. We have more accidents. We have more speeding tickets, whatever it is. I told you about my ride along, right? Uh Uh-huh. It was Friday the 13th. On a full moon? On a full moon. Yeah. I went on an overnight ride along with the police department. There was weird things going on. And uh, there was domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And I sat in a cop car in the parking lot for like eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excited! Super cool. Well, so yeah. it's not one hundred percent. Well, no. <laughs> but if you talk to a cop or you talk to people that work in emergency rooms, they'll say almost <clears throat> without exception that things get creepy. Now, let statistically, me let wait me a minute, back- wait a minute. Statistically. Yeah. Maybe that doesn't prove out very much, but if you talk to them in their head, they believe yeah. that that's true. Yeah. yeah. In that ride along, though, a uh, car rolled itself on a college campus and stopped on a tree, like flat. It's not like a, a hill. Uh-huh. He just turned too fast, hit a curb, and rolled, and almost hit a house, but he hit a tree instead. So this, oh, we pulled up, and we're like, "There's no car rolled over here. How do you roll a car here?" And then we see it with a spotlight. There's just this, the the undercarriage of a car. Yeah. So that happened. 
And then earlier, a guy was camping out in front of a pizza joint. And this guy just like laying down in the road. So the cop is on the radio. He's like, I need help. I need some backup. This guy's acting weird. Weird. So we start heading that way. And then he's like, I need help pretty quick. He won't take his hands out of his pockets. Which if you're a cop, a guy not taking his hands out of his pockets is like, the worst. Yeah, he's got a knife, or he's got a gun, knife, or a, got a gun, a potato. Or who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so we 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 we're, we drive fast over there. Code three. Mm-hmm. We get there, and the guy's standing in the middle of the road, and he's got his both his hands in his pockets. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with your hands in his pockets? So there's like four cops now, and one of them's got his hand on his gun. He's like, you know, what's gonna happen? The guy takes his hands out. He's a he's a drug addict, dude. Tweaker, huh? They pull out like fifty rocks. Oh no! <laughs> just like little pebbles, just rocks, <laughs> not like rocks of yeah, cocaine. Just like, like little, little pebbles, little rocks. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, I don't know, man. I just like you know. And so Jeez. they start they start patting him down. And there's three of them, but the dude's doing like circles. Okay, like circles on his spot. Like he's not walking around, around, and around. He's just like, but his pants are falling down because <laughs> of all the rocks. <laughs> so his pants are like down to his ankles, and these cops are like, uh, "What do you do?" <laughs> what are we gonna do? So one's got a flashlight on him. One's got his hands on his head, and the other one's like. Uh, See, full moons aren't weird at all. So, and he was giving everybody a full moon yeah, as he spun around. Much. But it was funny because they knew I was on a ride along. Uh, it's the three night shift guys, and my guy, he's the one doing the pat down. And then two other guys, they they all looked at me at the same time. You know they were talking. Yeah. But they all look at me at the same time while they're patting this guy down. They just like burst in laughter. <laughs> I can hear them through the window. And they're like, yeah, I got to ride along. And this is what he experienced. He's never coming he back. this guy naked. Because <laughs> I sat in the lobby with a dude. So I'm kind of... I started off by saying nothing happened, uh-huh. but that night I actually a lot of stuff. It happened. was a weird night because yeah. I went to the place to get you know meet the officer, and so I was sitting in the lobby. Mm. And at this police department, they have a uh, a place where they can come and pick up food, you know, just necessities. For Who's they? Homeless people. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I'm in the lobby sitting by myself. This guy comes in. He's holding a welcome mat, but it's like <laughs> folded up, like rolled up. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> He's got tattoos all over his face, just swastikas and eagles and... This isn't weird at all. He goes into the homeless donation bin, gets like some crackers and some stuff, and he's right next to me. There's a little table there. He's opening up his welcome mat. He's got his Bible. <laughs> he, 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 he opens up his cheese and he opens up his crackers and he's talking to me like, what do you like? What are you doing here tonight? You know, he's talking to me. I was out there with that guy for 15, 20 minutes <laughs> and I'm just talking to him like, what? what is going on? And then the officer comes out and he's like, Austin, are you here? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Get me out of here. He's it's like, up. hey, I didn't mean to leave you with tattoo face. <laughs> and, uh, we're driving around. Radio comes on. I can't really understand the radio. He, he looks over at me. He's like, did you catch that? And I'm like, no. He's like, Tattoo Face just locked himself in the bathroom. 
<laughs> the guy you were. We there got with. three officers trying to pull this guy out of the bathroom, and I'm like, I was just talking to the dude. Yeah, yeah. I told him he should go in there and lock himself in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, he listened to me. Anyway, that was a long story about an off. Yeah, topic. what were we talking about? I was we talking, talking about, about Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so and oh, then I said it was it was not a crazy night, and then it kind of turned out was. Yeah. <laughs> so you spent the I just next wasn't twenty there. minutes th- telling you how it wasn't strange. <laughs> So okay, what about this? The the moon, even though it's not like a, a light bulb, light but bulb. It, it is doing things with energy in magnitudes that are beyond comprehension. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's causing tides. The magnetic pole is definitely influencing the physical nature of our world. Yeah. So obviously, it's doing something. Why couldn't it be causing some other kinds of havoc? That magnetic energy, that unseen energy is causing something to happen in our world. Maybe those kinds of things are happening under the hood. I think there's a a part of it is like the magnetic part, but also so like when it gets cold and when it gets dark, your body starts telling you, I'm tired. Yeah. You know, it starts sleepy time entering that sleepy time Mm -hmm. mode. Mm -hmm. But in a full moon, especially in the winter. When you got the reflection of the snow, it's sometimes it's in yeah. some areas it's almost as bright as daylight outside. Yeah. Go to Alaska, <clears throat> the North Pole. Yeah, it's like what? I've been. I went out. They called it Klondike Derby. It was Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. and it was up in the the snowy area, and we'd build snow shelters and we'd sleep in the snow and all that stuff. But it was a full moon. It was like an eclipse or a blood moon or something, mm-hmm. and it was literally as bright as daytime. At two in the morning. And we went sledding and it was fun. But I think your body recognizes subconsciously that it's not dark. It's not as dark as it should be. Things aren't the same. Mm -hmm. So it kind of is like, oh, I'll hold off on the melatonin or Mm -hmm. whatever. And starts. And you don't go to sleepy mode. Obviously, light, energy, and stuff impact a lot of the things around us that make us feel and act in certain ways. Maybe it does that on things that are inanimate objects. Maybe it does things that are appliances that have different kinds of circuitry and things like that. Think about the effects of blue light that they say causes. So you, you can't know, sleep good. Bad sleep habits mm-hmm. and endorphins and addiction and stuff with your phone. Yeah. So yeah, since it happens to us, we're kind of a biophysical machine. Mm-hmm. Maybe the same kind of things are happening to other machines around us. Maybe mm-hmm. there are these kind. Of, well, you know, you think about the kind of impact that, that an EMP could have on all of the computerized equipment all over the world. Mm-hmm. If a giant EMP went off, boom, it could send everything into, you know, dark ages. Yeah. So I guess to wrap this thing up, we have this thing called streetlight interference or high voltage syndrome whatever you want to call it, that people notice around themselves Mm -hmm. and associate with themselves like some superpower or maybe not even something superpower, but something nefarious that follows them. So it's a thing. It could be totally psychological, but it's not beyond the pale of reason when you consider the way that forces electromagnetic forces, voltage, static electricity, how these things interact with the physical world, whether we see it 
it's visible or if it's invisible. It's a thing. It is a thing. I think so too. Part of me wonders if maybe it's a little bit of a people's need to feel like they're important. I'm sure that's true. So, happenstance. This light has been flickering on and off for the last four days. You drove by. It flickered off. And you're like, oh, I must have done that. Or something. Yeah, but everybody wants to be special. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So they saw the light flicker and they're like, ooh, that must have been me because I got a super secret alien power or something. But or God loves me so much he sends me his own angel. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's the same thing. It's, yeah. all, it's all Karen BS stuff. No, not Karen. Everybody wants to be special. I want to be a slider. Austin, I want you to be a slider with me. We, so you sound like a Karen. We are sliders. On my way home tonight. You're going to count, count the light. I'm going to count how many yeah. lights turn off. Okay. You're probably not as much of a slider as me because I'm pretty slidey. Pretty something. <laughs> I'm pretty attractive, so I'm a welder. If anybody's got some kind of electromagnetic yeah, field, yeah, but you're always grounded. You're always grounded. No, see? I don't want to be grounded because when I get grounded, I get zapped. Well, not when you're done. What? Yeah, you weld. You don't ground yourself, but as soon as you're undone, you grab the grounding strap and you unclip it. So therefore, you ground yourself. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. It sounds pretty good, though. Huh? I don't know. Oh, I don't I know. Tr- as a welder, I try not to ground myself while welding. Well, no, that would be bad. That would be. Yeah. That's what we call it. Yep. Moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. One time, I was doing high frequency AC, so I'm welding aluminum, uh-huh. and it was a big aluminum plate, and I'm laying on it, and I don't know why. My zipper became a better conductor than the ground <laughs> clamp or the table that I was laying on. But it was like, oh, baby. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and when you do, well, you know, it takes the path of least resistance. Right? Yeah. So there wasn't much to go through. <laughs> but um, every once in a while with AC, it because it, it does, it's like um, the high frequency. It'll like it'll go through weird channels. It'll go through your finger mm-hmm. for no reason. It's not like the full voltage, right? But it'll like travel through that way for some reason. <laughs> if there's a good grounding point, and I was laying across this big table, <laughs> and my zipper was on it, and it was like, gotcha. That felt silly. And I did not want that to <laughs> I don't happen. Like this feeling. That's a happy thing to think about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, these are fun things to think about. I don't know if we have any answers, but it's kind of entertaining to think about that you and I and anybody else that wants to be could be a slider. <laughs> and maybe we're not sliding through parallel universes, but maybe we are. And in the meantime, I hope you will start paying attention. Look around. Is that light flickering? <laughs> Is that a paranormal thing? Is that your guardian angel watching over you? Is that somebody from the upside down trying to get your attention? It could be. I personally like the idea that there is a force out there that loves me enough that it's created a special being that sits alongside me and makes sure nothing happens that's not supposed to. Like your spirit animal? I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? But for me, it's, I would call it different, different terms. Mm-hmm. But I like that thought. 
And yeah, so I'm just going to keep hanging in there. I'm going to slide with that. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so, I think it sounds pretty good. Yeah. So on that, are you ready to close this out and go home and see how many lights flicker on your way? Yeah, I'm going to count them. I'll okay. text you as soon right. as I get home. I and when I get home, you can you can add a little. Yeah, I'll add a little if he sees any. We'll, we'll give you an update after the end of the, the episode. All right, we'll close this out. All right, well, join us next time for, for some, some shaky lights, shaky cold drinks, and some strange conversations. Blinded by the light, revved up like a deuce, another loner in the night. Blinded by the kid. She got down, but she never got tired. Well, it turns out that Austin is just about as good of a slider as he is a singer. He didn't see any lights flicker on his way home. Not surprised. Taters. Taters.